Welcome to another episode of the Shiesty Show. I'm your host, Matt. We back. I know it's been a couple couple week layoff. You know, got to pay off. Nah, you know what? But you know what? It's been cool. Um, a lot of family time over the holidays. Merry Christmas to all those I didn't get a chance to say that to. Happy New Year. This is going to be our last podcast of 2022, episode 9. Um, you know what, man? I, I talked to some people at work. And I I was always talking about it. I always was like, I'm going to start a podcast when I have this or when I do this or when I get this. But honestly, man, at the end of the day, you really want something. You're just going to do it, whether whether uh, financial gain comes from it right away or not. I never did this to make money, even though the point is to do something for a living that you love to make money. But no, nah, I, I never came into it with the thought of trying to be a, man, a millionaire. I just came into it because... Me and my boys love to talk shit, and this is what we do anyways on a daily. At work, got the barbershop, um, shit, with, even with my cousins on the phone. We always just going back and forth about sports, music, um, just everything in entertainment that you can think of, man. And I want this podcast as it grows, and, and I steadily do it and try to be more consistent with it. Um, I'm going to bring in, I want uh, 2023, I want to bring in guests. I want to bring in um, everyday people too, man. It doesn't. A lot of these podcasts, what I what I realize is they they're all celebrities and they live in their own little celebrity world. I live in a different type of world, man. I work every day. I have a job, so I just don't want to talk to those type of people. If I ever get to a status to talk to those type of people, I would love to also have your trade school people, EMTs, nurses. Um, just the everyday man, the garbage man. There's there's a lot of stories to be to be felt in those in um those careers. Not not everything has to be a celebrity, or you have to be in a sport or anything like that. So those are the things coming for the future for the Shiesty Show. Just kind of want to let you guys in. Um, it's gonna be a new year when I drop this. You know, it's gonna be the end for 2022 and the Shiesty Show. It's been cool, man. It's been uh, an experience having this podcast, and and I love to do it, man. So, let to not waste any more time. Let's get right into it. You know, let me check my palm pilot. I wasn't gonna do shit, but get drunk and watch the Grinch. <laughs> All right, hold up here. Let me check my thing. Now, first thing I did want to touch on was. Uh, the biggest news, you guys know I'm a Raiders fan. If you don't like it, y'all can suck it. Nah, I'm just playing. Um, but Derek Carr, man, he's uh, he's gone. He He's left the building, as they say. He's left the building, says he doesn't want to be a distraction to the team anymore. Um, I'm not quite too sure what that means. Uh, me, personally, I think that's, that's the easy way out, man. Um, I feel... I feel if Derek Carr was in the opposite position, I don't think he would want that to be done to him. I think it's as a as a leader, whether you're in the game or you're not, you got to be there for your teammates. These are your brothers. These are people you went to training camp with, 
that you've been in the trenches with. Um, I guess you don't like the situation and you being benched. Um, but I think at the end of the day, you need to be there for your team, your teammates, and have your brothers back, whatever the situation calls for. I think that makes a good impression. And, and for the next team to choose, oh, he's the right type of leader that we need. Whether the circumstances are down or up, he's always going to be there when we need him. You know, and sometimes you can make the biggest play and don't have to be on the field. I feel like if you could coach up a player and tell him where to be, certain spots, what to do, you know, he can impact the game just as much. So for me, I think personally that was uh, a little bit of a uh, the easy way out, I see. Um, but in all honesty, man, as a Raider fan, I know they're going to always throw the blame on the defense hasn't been um, spectacular. He's had four or five different coaches in a span of his nine years. He's never really had a true number one until this year when he had Adams. He had Cooper, but Cooper at that time was still a little bit inconsistent, which you see now. So, but to me personally, and, and this is my honest opinion, Derek Carr was good before he got his leg broken when he was on the MVP race to be one of the best quarterbacks at that time. Um, he, he was looking like the guy, man. Uh, until he got that leg broken in that Indianapolis game right before the playoffs, and the Raiders ended up losing that playoff game because we had to play with Matt McGloin. If you all remember him, Matt McGloin. Um, but the thing is, is other than that MVP race uh, type season, he's never really been a guy that's going to – he has all the numbers in the world. But the one numbers that he do, that he has that doesn't – that is the biggest impact is wins and losses. doesn't matter what your completion percentage is. It doesn't matter how many yards you throw. I don't care if you got 57 touchdowns. If you're not winning football games, you're not the right guy. And it's sad to say he hasn't always had the best Raider team around him. Uh, that's that's one thing for sure. But this year was the year. I told a lot of people that I work with, a lot of people that I communicate and talk to every day um, about football and sports. One thing I said before the season started, and you all could check this, was I told these people that, Derek Carr has no more excuses. He's got the he's got the number one receiver, one of the best tight ends, one of the best slot receivers, one of the best running backs. And I don't care what anyone says, toward the end, toward the middle of the season, the offensive line played well enough for Derek Carr to win these games. It's not like these games we were behind. These games we were leading. And when you give a lead to a quarterback, he should be out there. He should go out there, be efficient not turn the ball over and make stupid mistakes in critical positions. Derek Carr has seemed to just crumble. Um, you know, I know he got mad about what Joey Bosa said about him, how he crumbles and folds up. But, man, I see it. I see it, man. He's 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 lost confidence ever since his leg got broken. Uh, he was more athletic. He was willing to run more. I've seen Derek Carr fumble it out of his own end zone and lose us a game. I've seen him throw interceptions at the end of the game, trying to drive plenty of times. It's been nine years. You go to any job and you're a subpar worker and nobody likes what you're doing because your production is not up. 
I guarantee you'd be let go from that job. They're not giving you nine years. Now, if Derek Carr was a black quarterback, would they give him the same amount of time? I don't like just to make this a race thing, but this is an honest question. You know, he's just good enough to where you might be able to hold off and get there, but he's shown us he's not been able to win a playoff game in the one playoff game he did play in, which, you know, was there was a bad call in that game. But, you know, he he we have a chance there driving down late against Pittsburgh to possibly keep our hope playoff hopes alive. And he just actually throws a duck and misses Hunter Renfro. And it's just been too many, too many things of this. And then I just seen Darren Waller come out right now reading about it. Um, Darren Waller comes out and says, it's time that we uh, give our confidence and, and get into Jared Steedham. You know what that says to me? I did hear a lot of reports when Darren Waller was out that he was frustrated with the offense he doesn't like playing with Derek Carr. Um, and that maybe he was sitting out longer than supposed to from an injury that he was supposed to heal up faster than what he says it does. I'm not saying he's lying about his injury or anything like that, but there was rumors around. Raiders know. Raiders people that listen to the media for at least the Raiders news understand what I'm talking about. That there was a little friction that people thought Darren Waller was taking his time on coming back. And the reason is that he's lost confidence and does not want to play with Derek Carr. So for him to be the one of the, one of the guys and captains probably on that team to come out and say we need to stand behind Jared Stidham now. Um it kind of it kind of proves the point that maybe that was true. I know there's a lot of guys in that locker room that are frustrated and Devontae Adams can come out and say whatever he wants. But the, the end of the day, the cure for all this nonsense is winning. If the Raiders go out getting a quarterback and Devontae Adams has one of the best seasons next year and puts up crazy touchdowns, he's Derek Carr who? That's what. Winning cures everything. And at the end of the day, Derek Carr wasn't winning games. And that's what it comes down to, man. Wins and losses. I don't care about the stats. I could go out there and have 40 points but lose. How, how good is the 40 points? You know, I go out there and complete every pass that I throw. But we lost by 14 points. What good is that? So don't get caught up in the numbers like the ESPN likes to show you. ESPN and Stephen A like to throw out the numbers, right? Numbers lie sometimes. And what never lies is wins and losses. And that's at the end of the day what it's all about. Wins and losses. You don't win the Super Bowl by losing. So, you know what, man? If it's time, it's time. I wish Derek Carr the best. He's been a Raider, man. He's he's uh. One thing I would like to say about Derek Carr, I don't want to just totally bash on my boy. Uh, for one time, well, once upon a time, he was my boy, and I did think he was gonna be the future of the Raiders. But I would like to say, man, um, when he cried this year in that post that post game about about a place that he loves, I I could tell that was genuine and from the heart, man. And and, and um, no one can laugh at a man for crying and being genuine and from his heart from something that he's put in nine years into. So no hate to Derek Carr. I hope, honestly, I wouldn't mind seeing Derek Carr go to another team and um, be good and, and elite and take it up another notch like Gino. You know, happy for Gino. He's another story, man. He was just a average so-so backup and, you know, have a great season this year. I hope Derek Carr can bounce back. And if he continues to play, good luck to him. 
And uh, thank you for what you did for the Raiders. Honestly, I'm a Raiders fan from the bottom of my heart, man. You know, two playoff, two playoff appearances, uh, MVP race that year when he had Cooper and Crab going over a thousand yards each. Um, you know, salute to Derek Carr, but it's time, man. Every every moment has its time, and and we must move on. But uh, next is definitely gonna be Adams. The thing I gotta say about Adams is this. He's, I think he's making too much money. And he had a Raiders jersey on when he was a little kid. I think his love for the mystique in silver and black runs deeper than just some money. And um, like I said, man, give him another year with a different quarterback and he lights it up. I don't think he's going anywhere. I think him, Renfro, um, Waller at least, they're all signed to big deals. Jacobs is the one we that we might have to be looking out for. He seems to be a little disgruntled and upset as well. Um, but you know what? Them, I will say this. Them declining that option for his for his uh, fifth year, his rookie year on his contract, man, it lit a fire in him because i never seen Josh Jacobs run the ball like he's running right now. And um, I just hope he keeps it up. I hope that we can uh, progress with him and keep keep the nucleus that we have, the young nucleus we have together. And the Raiders jail and make it a better season because this season was a wash and for the talent we have, that can't happen. But um, I know y'all don't like to just hear about Raider news here, but that's what it is today. That was the biggest thing in the news. And, and Derek Carr leaving the building don't want to be a distraction. You guys know how I feel about that move, but it is what it is, man. It is what it is. So on to the next here. I got J.J. Watt retiring, man. This is this is another crazy one for me because I remember being in high school and J.J. Watt was the best defensive player. He, I always remember the video of him running with his uh with his with his nose broken, dripping blood down his nose and his face, and and going back in the game and um him playing with Brian Cushing and uh Jonathan Joseph. They the, the Texans had a really solid defense at one point, man. Uh, even with Mario Williams there for a little bit. Um, but yeah, JJ Watt, man, uh, great career. Um, couldn't, couldn't bring one home with, with Arizona or, or Houston, but great career. Definitely a sack machine. Got a high motor. Kind of reminds me of Max Crosby, high motor guy, the relentless heart will get you everything, man. You put a lot of heart into something, a lot of effort. You're going to get it. So, you know, great career to him. Retirement to J.J. Watt. Cheers. Let me sip on that. So, uh, on to the next. We got, oh, this is what I wanted to touch base on before I got off the Raiders topic. Tom Brady coming to the Raiders. It's a possibility. He's a free agent. He's played under Josh McDaniel, uh, play calling. He knows the system. People saying, well, Tom Brady's washed. You think he's an old man? I seen Tom Brady go from the Patriots to the Bucks when he had Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, and Godwin playing at the peak and go out there and tear it up at 45 years old. I don't think one eight, one year in this 45 to 46 makes a big difference. Um, I think he's still going to be elite with the weapons you give around him. Now, if you're going to give him Renfro, you're going to give him Jacobs, you're going to have to give him Adams, and Waller, not to mention Mac Hollins, you know, some of these guys that are starting to come up, 
You get them, and you. I think you go in the draft. If you if you able to get Tom Brady in the offseason, you go in the draft and get the offensive line beefed up to protect him. And um, I think Tom Brady can can really make an impact for the Raiders. And that's my honest opinion. That's not me being biased because I'm a Raiders fan. I honestly think 45 to 46 is not. Whatever he's lost at 45, he's going to lose. It's going to be lost at 46. Now, if he's 32 and, and now we're talking about 42, that's a big difference. 45 to 46 is not a big difference. And, and the weapons that he has, they say, oh, well, he's got Mike Evans. Mike Evans hasn't really tore it up like he usually does. Julio Jones is not looking like what he once was. Chris Godwin is always getting hurt. You know what I mean? So I think this is a good opportunity for him to possibly get one more ring. And why? How, how fitting would it be for Tom Brady to come to the Raiders in Vegas, Sin City, and collect a ring against a team that 20-some years ago got the tuck, tuck rule game? How crazy would that be, man? So, I, I I hope it's true. We'll see. I think if they're not able to get Tom Brady, I think that they will go out and get someone like Baker Mayfield. I think they'll go out and get someone like Jimmy G. They might go out and get someone like Aaron Rodgers. But see, Aaron Rodgers is a little different. You might have to trade for him. And Tom Brady. I think those are the three quarterbacks they're going to be looking at if they don't go get one in the draft. And the draft this year, from what I hear, and I'm not the biggest college guy, but I I got some buddies that are, are real heavy college guys that tell me that this year this draft is not really looking good for quarterbacks. So I'm going to take their word for it, man. And I'm not a college guy, but I will be a college guy because my boy Prime Time Dion said, it must be the money. Y'all ain't know about that one. It must be the money, baby. Primetime over there at Colorado Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills? Nah, I think it's just called the Bills, right? Colorado Bills um, or Colorado Buffalo, my bad. You know, look, I'm already fucking a butcher in the name. My bad, my bad. I got to go get the primetime jersey. Primetime. It's hot step. But, you know, it's it's. Uh, I'm going to start watching, man. I really like what he did at Jackson State, turning that program around. So, I'm, I'm going to keep an eye definitely on um, some college games this year. Definitely going to be watching Colorado. So, shout out to primetime for that one. Next on the list, I got uh, boxing. Biggest news in the sport. Uh, Tank Davis getting arrested for assault. Um, gotta be smarter than this, man. You you you, you got a you got a great career. You're a young black man making it in America, making millions of dollars to box, to use your fist, to get yourself out the hood, to get your family out the hood. What, what, Tory Lane, same thing, man. What, what, what goes to one of these guys' mind to think I throw it all away for, 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 for me, for ego, for a tough moment, for me to feel like I'm the man. Throw it all away. Your family's life, your life. It's, it's, uh, it's unfortunate, man. It's unfortunate. I think the fight against Hector, uh, for Tank is probably going to be canceled. Um, the Ryan fight now in jeopardy. So all the tank fans out there, I don't want to hear no more about Ryan. Didn't want to agree to this. Or Ryan didn't want to agree to that. No more of that, man. If this fight no longer happens, this is surely, this is solely on the shoulders of tank Davis because he knew what was in store. The biggest bag he's ever made 
was on the line and all you had to do was keep your nose clean. Like Tory Lanez, man, going around punching people and shit. Just keep your damn just you know you on the you know you in the spotlight. Tory especially. You in the spotlight, you already accusing of shooting somebody. How how hard is it just to to lay low, man? You just just chill at home and smoke some weed. I know Tory like to smoke. You know? What what I don't know what's going on in these people's head, man. Tank, you you gonna risk millions of dollars to put your hands on a woman and I don't ever accept putting hands on a woman. And if Tory really did shoot Megan, then that's some sucker shit. Cause if you if you believe if you believe in a man hitting a woman is wrong, then shooting a woman is ten times worse. So if Tory is really guilty, and I know the truth is eventually gonna come out. If he's really guilty guilty for shooting Meg, he's canceled. The child looked a little funny. Bodyguards started disappearing. People started disappearing. People people not wanting to testify, changing uh, changing their stories as well. Um, so you know, tank back on tank for a second though with the boxing. It's a stupid mistake, man. You uh, risking your future for some for for some foolish nonsense, and it's not going to end well for him. So. I don't want to hear no more about Ryan this, Ryan that. If Ryan decides never to fight him again and go on his own path, that's what he decides, and I'm not faulting him for it. He gave he gave in every demand that Tank wanted, as Tank being the A side, as he says. So no more blame on Ryan for that, man. <clears throat> and and in the Tory situation, it's a sad thing to think that to think that if Tory really had an argument with someone and told a dance bitch. And shot her in the foot. Just think this was your sister, your mom, your auntie, your auntie, whatever, how, how you want to say it. Um, ain't good, man. Ain't good for him. Um, Should have laid low. Maybe that would have helped him in the long run. You know, be socking up August Alcina. Getting get into scuffles, nonsense, while you're out on freedom. For a trial, you know, can go down and you're about to get 20 years. Uh, but this, this is the world we live in. It's all for the now and the moment that they can capture. You know, IG's changed a lot of things. I was having a conversation with my buddy today. And I told him one thing about IG and social media was killed. It's just honest, honest moments with, with each other, with people that you love, people you care about. Things that you do out of your kindness of your heart. It's all wanting to be captured now. This is all for the front to show. Look at me, look at me. I'm 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 a good guy. I'm a good girl. I I I do this for this. I give money. If you really want to give money, give money in the privacy. Really do it and only let God know who what you're doing. Because some of these videos that I see of people going up to homeless people. Oh, I bought them a new sweater. I bought them some shoes, and it's all for the gain and and, and the admiration from from people that they don't even know. They just want to get a bunch of likes. It's it's not hard to tell, man. Women, women showing half the body on there, you know, and then be mad when guys try to hit on them. You know, it's it's uh, it's just the world we live in, and it, it's a sad thing. But at the end of the day, if Tory really shot her, he's getting what he deserves. And Tank, keep your hands off women, man. I don't know. Maybe that's why he with Floyd, huh? 
Was it Floyd? Wasn't Floyd known for socking up his baby mamas? So, I don't know how 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 the rich people work, but that's that's pretty some some scumbag shit. But at the end of the day, is what it is. That's boxing news. That's football news. So let's get into these games before we head out and let you guys know what happened this week in football. First thing first, Raiders losing to Pittsburgh. Um, could have saw that coming, right? But you know what? Jared Stidham. And Jared Stidham, we believe. You might see me rocking a jersey pretty soon if my boy comes out in these next two weeks and tears it up. Hey, and don't don't forget, the Raiders are not officially out the playoffs just yet. For the most part. <laughs> but in all honesty, we'll see how it goes. Jared Stidham. What he does have going for him, though, I will say is uh, he was picked. He was picked from Belichick and Josh McDaniels. So there got to be some type of talent that they saw there for them to go and take him in the draft with New England. So uh, I can't I can't fully say that he's not going to come in and tear it up. But first game we got Jaguars beating the Jets. Hey, Jaguars going on a run, man. They've turned it up the last couple games and uh. They look caught in a cold during the middle of the season, but I think Trevor Lawrence is trying to start to uh, gather his foot in it and really understand the offense. And um, Jacksonville's turned it around, man. They're looking solid. Uh, They're looking solid. So that was a good game for them. Uh, Falcons-Ravens. Falcons lose 17-9. to We got the Lions, man, the nifty Lions. Oh, man, they lost to the Carolina Panthers 37-23. to that must have been a good game. I, I, I really like what uh Detroit's done, man, winning six in a row before that. You know, that's that's a tough thing to do in the NFL, man. That's um But that's that's crazy, man. Good good for the good for the Panthers. Next game we got the Seahawks and the Chiefs. Chiefs win twenty four. Chiefs win twenty four to ten. Um looks like the Chiefs, you know, they're gonna be the team to be in the AFC. Buffalo, you wanna be the top guys, you gotta go through the Chiefs. That's what it is looking like. They're the team to beat until somebody says otherwise. So, you know, and another team that's going to be right there is the Bengals, man. I honestly think this is my this is my pick right here to uh, make it back to the Super Bowl. I think the Bengals have enough with Joe Burrow. He's the one I dedicated this podcast. <laughs> the whole image was the Shiesty Show. I got it from Joe Burrow, Joe Shiesty. It's Joe Burr. It's Joe Burr. It's Joe Seisty, man, and, and that's who I modeled this podcast after. But the Bengals win 22 to 18. We got the Saints lose uh Saints beating the Browns 17 to 10. We got the Giants losing to the Vikings 27-24. Keep an eye on the Vikings still hanging around there. Then of course you got Buffalo beating Chicago 35 to 13. Put a whooping on them, boys. Uh yeah, Jalen Justin Fields, you might want to chill. Uh next we have the Texans. And the Titans, 14 to 19. Damn, the Texans, hey, you know what, man? One thing I will say about the Texans this year, they've they've been in a lot of close games with good teams. They've held their own, even though the record doesn't reflect that. You know, it says a lot about a coach and a team to go out there and fight, even though you're not fighting for a playoff spot. There's a lot in your team, and that's what you want to see, man. So they go out there and beat, they go out there and beat the Titans. 
you know, 1914. Then we got the Commanders in the 49ers. Got the Commanders in the 49ers. Um, 37 to 20. 49ers win that game. Next, we got the Cowboys and the Eagles. Cowboys win a crazy game. That was a very good game to watch. Um, even though Jalen Hurts wasn't in that game, very competitive. Uh, but Dallas pulls it out 40 to 34. So we got my boys. Like I said, they dropped a close one, one that we needed. Probably ended our season, our playoff hopes. Um, we lose to Pittsburgh 13 to 10. So you know that how that go. You know how that go. And uh, we got Packers and the Dolphins. We got the Dolphins actually making us hitting the skid here, man. They're hitting the slump. Uh, they was looking real hot with Tua. Tua not playing. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater is supposed to start this week, from what I know. Um, but yeah, man, Packers, Packers win that one. Win, and they're still in the hunt as well. So we got twenty six to twenty there. We got the Broncos and the Rams. One thing I want to say, not to hate, I got Broncos in in my family. Uh, a lot of Bronco fans in my family. Just Russell Wilson was not the guy, man. Um. But what it looks like, I say you got to give them one more year before you fully give up on them. Um, too much money, too much invested for him to just give up on them now. But from from the way it's looked, uh, it hasn't been good for him, man. Um, so, you know, Broncos definitely were just a quarterback away. But now it, it's looking like the whole team might have to be restructured the way it's going for them. Um, not really competitive in this game. What is that? 50 God damn, 51 to 14, man. Almost worse than that that beating we put on them, 59 to 14. But that's for another time. So we got the Buccaneers and the Cardinals, 19 to 16. Tom Brady's still hanging around. Why don't you come to the Raiders? Just win, baby. And we got the Chargers actually clinching the playoff spot for sure uh, against Indianapolis, man. I hate the Chargers. I hate Justin Herbert. Fucking surfer, dude. I fucking hate that clown. No, I'm just playing, but, <laughs> um, yeah, Chargers suck, so that's what I got. Anyways, this is the Shiesty Show. Happy New Year to you guys. I'm trying to be more consistent with it and keep it going, and um, thank you all for watching and being a part of this as it grows. Thank you so much. It's the Shiesty Show, and we out. Do it.